watching prohibition fall down. Alright guys, time to get into the grow talk. So if you ain't growing cannabis, get out of here. How about that? No, just we can just talk. If you're not growing, I don't know. But you can learn some shit, man. Yeah, maybe I'm just being a dick. Maybe you want to learn to grow cannabis, guys. We've got a great grow talk show today. I did have to start it off with a little funny hit. Things that happen in life. It's mountain biking yesterday through the woods, through the forest, you know, the heavy forest under canopy area. Isn't it cold going... there yet? What's up? Isn't it cold there yet? Uh, it was about 40, 41. Ooh, so hardcore, brother. But I was going up a hill, and I just look over to my right, you know, I'm kind of in my zone, and there's a guy, like, 20 feet from me, sitting in the middle of a log, like, surrounded by, like, the moss and forest, kind of looking a little hippie-ish with a big old bong. He was ah. just getting ready to pull a big old bong. That's awesome. I've never been more than in Canada seen people set up in areas like a guy that was I saw outside of his apartment complex, probably because you can't smoke inside. Took like a lawn chair down to the sidewalk, had like a cooler, his bong sitting right there. Like there's no shame right. in a Canadian bong bowl. I mean, so pretty cool. Yeah, it's really cool. I mean, that makes life, I think, cool. You know, I, I wanted to get a picture of him, but I thought it'd be weird if I stopped and got off my bike and said, hey, I do a show about cannabis. Can I get a picture yeah. of you ripping your bong? It's like I wanted to get a picture when that twerk crew came into that restaurant I was in down in Fort Lauderdale, but I felt like they would kick my ass. So I did. <laughs> All right. Let me give you a Grow Talk show rundown. Got a great show today. Uh, these are grower questions and dank nugs off dudegrows.com. We got two dank nugs today. Couldn't help it. First off, is $10 a month worth it by Johnny Hash? Another dank nug, homemade Gorilla Glue number four, dank by Sir Bongsworth. <laughs> And then the Grow Talk, How Long to Harvest by Adam DGC, right. Environmental Controls by Gunner V, CO2, and this is a good grow hack, CO2 is just one useful byproduct by Big War, I'm going to go Big WRD 420. I like and, Big uh, Word, Big Word 420. Lastly, but not least, Organic or Die Trying by Rostone, Rosto One, Rosto oh. One, what am I trying to do? I, <laughs> I love it. Uh, and what's going on in our gross or non-gross? You know what I'm saying? How dare you? If I'm doing something with the harvest, technically it has to do with the grow. All right. Before we hit it, I'm going to tell you. Join the DGC. Listen to supported show here. Kick it over to dudegrows.com forward slash support. When you sign up to join the DGC, automatically a little message will come over to you with instructions to go to our dudegrows.com password protected page where all the benefits are now listed. Trying to keep make this a little easier on people supporting the show, such as the free seeds from Seeds Here Now for new members, 30% off recharge, real growers, and the monthly giveaways. We have to think of something big for December. This month, we still, uh, yeah, there's still time. Pulse Grow Monitor is rocking over there. To enter that, when you're logged in, just go to current post and comment on the Pulse Grower hookup, and you'll be entered to win November 20th. We're hooking up somebody with that, and we'll let you all know who it is. Hell yeah, nice. To take a breath, I like to just try and get through that. Plenty of people have heard that. You can always hit the 30 second ahead or whatever, but there's plenty of people that hadn't, and we really do count on that support, guys. This is the best we've ever been with it, and it's been really enabling us to just keep blowing this shit up, uh, pushing prohibition down. Uh, Scotty can't have enough damn content sometimes, so it's uh, that's good. It's good to go. Yeah, there's so much to talk about with cannabis. There's so many things we're missing. Come on, we need a Dank Nugs weekly contest, and we need to talk to the DGC, little tales of the DGC, and yeah, we need to give shit away. I need another wheel, man. <laughs> Dudegrows.com forward slash support. Check it out. All right. 
move into uh, dank nugs here. Let's get it ivory. Um, who's growing some dank? Is ten dollar a month worth it? By Johnny Hash, mentioning Whoa. of uh, supporting the show. Thank you, Johnny Hash. Says you tell me, Mexican ha- Mexican haze, Grower's Choice seeds, HLG five fifty V two R, a peat based soil, and Doctor Earth Newts. Enough said. This is from today's harvest of Mexican haze from Grower's Choice seeds. Gorgeous giant tops, super terpy. And just lovely. Whoa, look at Johnny Hash coming out of the closet there. It's so cool to put a face with the name. And the Autumn. damn, that's beautiful. Well, he's far from Prohibition land in Michigan, hanging out. So uh, good times. Thank you for the dank nugs there, buddy. Yeah, that's um, beautiful. And yeah, I'm glad there's there was a lot of good advice given on this show. It seems like you, you followed it and you got yourself some beautiful bud. Love it. One more, homemade Gorilla Glue for Dank. This is by Sir Bongsworth. It says, hello. These pictures while I talk are so great. Hello, DDC community. Classy. Holy shit. You see he's got his initials in there? Mm Mm-hmm. SBW. I wanted to share these pictures of my Gorilla Glue for flowers. It has has been four years so far working on these genetics to replicate that first joint I had of the stuff. Dedication, my friend. Four years, I guess, of a little bit of breeding work or whatnot. Yeah, but uh, it's a connoisseur. Wow. These picks are after the chop. Everyone gets on me for harvesting so early and say I have two to three weeks left. I know you guys. I've been trying out harvesting with 50-50 clear to cloudy trichomes. I think I like the high better, to be honest. Anyway, let me know what you think. Much love, Sir Bongsworth. Yeah, I uh, think the photography is beautiful. 50-50, what do we suggest you can consider harvest at the earliest, one-third, one-third? Well, no, he's traits? talking clear to, clear to uh, cloudy. I mean, you have to wait till they're all cloudy. Oh, yeah, and he's not even getting to more of yeah. the amber. Yeah, but what is there's different THCs that you get from, there is. from, from harvesting uh, early as opposed to late. So it, interesting, and it's kind of cool that you can do these experiments because you've grown it yourself. And different, like, different ones are going to peak at different times, too. And it's because the plant's making all these precursors, and then different cannabinoids start getting made in them. Just for peak THC, which is what most people are looking for, you do want to let them all uh, turn, start to turn cloudy so you know that there's the peak amount of THC that could potentially be in there. Let me tell you about the author, Sir Bongsworth, LED indoor cannabis grower and breeder. Started Dead Tree Genetics to give back to the community with monthly giveaways. I do not sell my genetics, only available through giveaways. Laid back, easygoing, and very talkative and experimental. Ask me about my pre flower grow method. <laughs> All right. That sounds like a bumper sticker. Sounds like a t shirt, actually, right? Or the guy, the meme with the guy sitting at the, the table. sign. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's get into the grow talk here off of dudegrows.com. You guys, anybody can go over there, log in, put up your grower question. Free to log in, dudegrows.com. Search that site. Use the search bar. I'm using my hands a lot today, like jazz hands or something. Yeah, I like it. <clears throat> this is How Long to Harvest by Adam, DGC. <clears throat> All right, Adam. It says, hey there, Dude Grows World. I'm on I'm on my second grow ever, and I use the seeds from some I have been finding in my weed so I don't know what the strain is. It is an auto flower. That was a surprise. Okay. Cool, though, since I'm growing other plants in there besides her, and I didn't know what I was going to do about the lighting. Anywho, I was just looking for some help on when I should flush her, then when to harvest. So thanks, Dude Grows World. Adam, we have a world. Ooh. 
<laughs> DGW. All right. Uh, some pictures up here. That's why I picked this one, actually. This is interesting. And in the comments, we've got a first picture of some trikes um, and then some flower. And I wanted to touch on uh, somebody that commented about the trikes. We've never, I've never noticed necessarily damaged trikes. This is do, doobie scooby, do underscore doobie underscore scooby. Uh, don't be fooled by damaged trichomes. They appear to be amber, but will look kind of mushed in a sense. And look at that first picture. You see that? Yeah. Yep. I think, um, yeah, there's a, there's some, uh, Guru, you had pointed out some with not even any heads. There's uh, not even just like a couple of them without heads. There's a lot of them in here. You can uh, look and see that there aren't trichome heads on there where they've either been knocked off or some cultivars just make trichome stalks and don't really have like distinct heads at the top of them. Right. I don't think that's the case here. I think they've just been like knocked around. So, yeah, when it gets knocked off, it can start to am- turn amber and make it look like it's turning amber, but really Basically, the one the trichomes with heads, uh, it still looks pretty clear on here. Yeah, yeah, and that's just from not manhandling your plants and beating up your plants. I do get paranoid, but I definitely can't help. I do the the pinky up on the take my pinky on the flower, and I gotta get, get the good flower smell that right. starts to come in and changes throughout the profile of flower. Um, Asian forty seven. I want to feature it because DGCB common in says check the calyx, not the leaf. Define calyx. What part of the plant is the calyx? It's the uh, it the is the actual bud, bud. the actual bud. Okay, when you think it's done, he's doing the wait a week. Usually, you'll see patches of amber around week or seven. Could be sooner, could be longer. It's up to you to decide what kind of high you want and what will ter- and when to determine when to cut them. I prefer a nuclear couch lock zombie high. <laughs> so I'll pull them around ten percent amber, sometimes more. Sure, it's fun to watch what our smoke does to the less tolerant. <laughs> It's awesome. <laughs> I love that. I have a question about the if he's pulling bag seed or seeds out of his yeah out of his smoke, wouldn't you be worried that it have herm properties if you're finding seeds in your bud, or you think that's just something that got barely pollinated if you're just finding a few seeds? I mean, I myself never do it. I would be worried. I mean, there's potential for anything from greatness to shitness, right? It's, yeah, you have no idea what the other what what the what's coming on the what the other half is i think it's it is 2020 though and there are a ton of different places you can get seeds delivered directly to your door where you know exactly what they are it's true problem and genetics are the number one way you can improve your grow very quickly if you're not having that good of luck i would definitely recommend going out getting some proven like quality genetics and running those instead of wasting the time on a crap unless you just want uh like if you play the lottery a lot and you think that that's fun <laughs> then go for it with the bag seed but if you just want to like consistent like stock market return sure. on your investment go with uh like some proven genetics yeah if it's just for fun i mean this came out beautiful so respect to you i'm sure you have a great time smoking it and uh yeah it looks gorgeous in the end for me it's <clears throat> If you have the real estate, usually indoor grow real estate, if you're in a tent or a smaller room or whatever, it's very, very valuable. So I'm not taking that bet unless I guess I just don't have any other access. I'm out of money to buy some seats, whatever. But that's what it comes down to me, especially in a two by four tent. Now I'm looking for my five by five tent. We'll talk about what's going in the grow. Yes, but I will say seeds are a lot less expensive than they used to be for under a hundred bucks. You can get a good pack of seeds. For sure. For under 40 bucks, you can get some decent seeds. It just depends on what you're after. Yes. Or if it's cookies or not, bro. Whoa, cookie fam. <laughs> <laughs> All 
All right, this is Environmental Controls by Gunner V. So since we've started full weather patterns, my temps and humidity have been all over the place. About the time I get things dialed in again, the humidity shoots way up or the temps drop to 30 Fahrenheit again. Currently I'm using an older window AC and a humidifier with a humidistat. All I needed during the summer, but I've got to add heat and a dehumidifier or I don't know. I don't, I also know, and here's the growth space. I was gonna add a five by five in the next few months. I've got about $600. What's my best move to get the environmental controls considering? This is kind of tough. Here's what he's got. He's got currently two tents, a five by five and a three by three, and they're gonna add another five by five. So it'll be three total tents, and the space in the room is 12 by 14. Huh. Okay, so the room is about what, 10, 10 what does it say, the usable space, about 10 by 12? Huh. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, that's a lot of tents in there. I know people that grow with all sorts of tents and have real good success. But if I only had six hundred bucks, I might just go and get a, you know, a couple pieces of foam, or I guess you can do it in two by four if you're going to keep it permanent. Just make yourself a veg and a bloom. And, and yeah, pretty easily split the airspace and share air between them. You're going to run your veg at your flower rooms, uh, like specs. But other than that, I think that would be a better use of just you'll get more usable space out of the grow area. Sure. And you can control the environment for the whole thing without having the tents and everything in there and just have more. I mean, the cost of another tent, like another decent five by five is an investment as well. So taking that money and adding it into that room build or into controls um, would be a good idea. If he has to run the three tents for whatever reason in that room, you need to control the room. Um, you want that room so you're not at the mercy of outside weather sure. to have decent AC, decent humidity. Anytime you're sealing a room, it's the AC, humidification or dehumidification. You should have the option to do both because it changes with that. He's what, got 600 bucks. We got to do. We got to do this on the cheap for him. We got to get a whole bunch of heat in there mm -hmm. and then just an exhaust fan, you know, hooked up to uh, to a thermostat. You know, or a humidistat as well, and just have uh, probably buy a humid a humidifier. Um, you know, a fan, something like that, you know, and uh, Humidistat, he says he already has. I think that's the best way to do it on the cheap. Just, you know, light, the byproduct of uh, light is heat, or at least those lights is. So the more light you add, the more heat you're adding. So you're saying on the cheap, and when that room gets too hot, actively exhaust it out. For a winter, yeah. And then have potentially a filtered or a passive cold air intake because it's winter outside? No, I don't think I'd cold air. I'd just have it pulled from the house. Because the house air is going to be, yeah, okay. So you're saying set that, set a room temp stat at, let's say, 80 or something, wherever, you know, he's going to go for it. When it hits there, it's going to exhaust. Right. Out of the house would be the idea. Sure. If possible. Sure. And then house air comes back in at, let's say, 68 to 70 in the winter, and you're good to go. Oh, unless you get really cool and you put a carbon filter going right next to your heat intake. Man, how about that? Efficiency. Eat the whole house with it. <laughs> there is options there. I do like leaning towards considering building this room into the grows instead of using the tents. It's going to be a little easier on, on the amount of environmental controls, whether it's a temp stat, um, humidistat, those kind of things. So in adding heat, keep in mind there's a, there are other heaters. The most common heater out there is the thousand. <laughs> if you don't need the light, I agree. We always say if you need, if you can have more light and put more light up instead of running a heater. Um, but sometimes it's nighttime temp too. 
Uh, but there's, yeah. I have a heater that's 280 watts instead of the thousand watt, nine or 10 amp heaters. And I'm just going to talk about that and what's going on in my grill because I got a question for you on that. So stay tuned. Maybe put uh, the veg. You can leave the veg on uh, with an HPS light. It's nice and hot. Get a bunch of heat from that and then recirculate that. 24, 24 veg. Well, even if you had it on 18 and it staggered with the others, it was on 12, 12. So there's always a light on, always lights on. Probably would work. True, true. Let us know, Gunner V, what you hook up in there, and I uh, hope that helped a little bit. Uh, I do have all those controls because, like you're noticing, you you need different things when it gets to winter. Your growing environment can change unless you have a really well-built sealed grow room, and it stays pretty well the same year-round. Those are expensive. Yes, six, four, <laughs> like three, four times, four times your budget, 600 bucks. you got to buy some nice controls, but think about what you're investing in. All right. Yep. You got that right. Especially a 10 by 12 growing space. It's fucking awesome. You can do great things there. Great things. Right on, right on. All right. Thanks for the comments there, Herman the Hermit, helping out Wesley Pipes, Cause Grow 618. Um, and yeah, Chad Westport. How's it going? All right. Very cool. All right, back on, I was going to tell you guys, the official the official product of the show. I don't like to say the official product of the show, but Recharge, man. Scotty's broadcasting from the Recharge facility. Yes, hang on. It better be the fucking official product of the show. <laughs> All right, I like it. I like it. I like it. Realgrowers.com is where you can pick up some Recharge. Uh, check out what's going on. I always encourage people to search dudegrows.com and search Real Growers Recharge or just Recharge to find what the DGC, how they're having success with it. And uh, why don't you take it away, Scotty? It's about microbes, homie. You know that. It's about bacteria, loading up the soil with bacteria. And what those guys do is they either eat nutrient or have it stick to them. I don't know if they're actually guys, all right? They're general neutral to bacteria. (laughs) Fungus colonizes. The mycorrhizae fungus colonizes on the soil. There's all sorts of good stuff in it. Natural chelators, humic and fulvix, kelp, organic biostimulant Mm. in there. But all sorts of cool stuff that we we put in. and don't be uh, old school like I used to be afraid. I used to think to use just oh, bacteria that's living and this type of thing that I, I couldn't use it with my newts. Like if I had GH3 part or if I was in Rockwell or if I, was, I felt I had to be like a organic no-till dude to get involved with putting microbes in my system. And it's not true. There are plenty of ways to inoculate different systems, yep. maximize what you got going on. And you haven't said it in a while, Scotty, putting up the no vacancy sign for negative shit coming in on your plant. So Yeah, people think that microbes are super fragile and whatnot and I was cooking last night I wanted the water to boil quick I was just boiling potatoes and I was like I want to use hot water so it boils quick and I just remembered about the specific microbes that live in hot water they don't die in the hot water you know and I'm like hmm. I don't know it just kind of freaked me out that's why you're not supposed to cook with hot water it's got different microbes living in there you can boil the hell out of them but still won't kill them if you guys want to get some recharge in your grow, realgrowers.com. Check out coupon code DUDE. Or you can go if you're in Canada. If you're going in Canada, I got my Canadian shirt kicking today. RechargeCanada.ca will hook you up. It's so awesome if they legalize four plants and change the flag to that. <laughs> <laughs> We're going right. for it. We've got a grow hack here. <clears throat> this one's pretty cool. This is CO2 is just one useful byproduct uh, by Big Word 420. I like this. It says, love the DGC. I thought I'd share a hack I've been using on and off for a few years. All right, let's do it. If you are going to ferment something to produce CO2, why not ferment something that you can use? And he's talking about like the mushroom bags, how they slowly ferment and give off CO2. That's what we're talking about here, the exhale bags. 
or people that even just do their own mushroom. I mean, there's a few different things there's you can ways. actually from. Sure. Hey, I, I mean, a- I am currently fermenting something at home. I'm making a sourdough starter um, where, <laughs> I mean, it's getting a culture of like native yeast to grow and continue to grow. And you like got to feed it every day. It's alive. It's pretty cool. I was like 90% sure I was going to bust your balls with something, but that's actually cool, guru. I want yeah. some of that. I'll, I'll give you something to start <laughs> your own with. Um, so I bought a bag of cracked corn, some sugar, and some yeast. After I made the mash, easy extru- instructions on Google, I let it ferment until it stops CO2 production. The air trap on the five-gallon water jug stops bubbling. Then I distill it using one a, a little one-gallon stovetop still that I got online. Wow, that is I've cool actually, looking. I've actually produced some 160-proof shine since I normally cut it down to 80 proof, that I gifted in little pint mason jars at Christmas and New Year's. And for some reason, there seems to be less of a stigma around it. Go figure. I'm thinking of trying to make a run uh, a run of rum next grow. Cheers. Wow, that's really cool. But man, have you ever tasted, like, I know Guru gets mad when I say this, but we had some, like, Everclear stuff that we were using, I think, for cleaning, I don't know what the hell, we're, oh, we're making uh, edibles with it out of the source craft, uh, the extract craft, sorry. And uh, man, I couldn't imagine drinking it. I couldn't imagine anybody putting that in their body. It was like rubbing alcohol. The Virginian moonshine. in me has to correct you and let you know that that shit moonshine, there is good moonshine out there. It is just hard to find, and you got to know somebody. And it's... it's uh, just a clear liquid like that? It's just 190 proof or 180 proof, just alcohol? Usually, yeah, usually 190 proof. Whoa. You can go 50-50 Gatorade, bro. Yeah, I used to do that. <laughs> or you soak fruit in it, and then you eat the fruit, and you get drunk from eating the fruit. Yeah, guess what? The fruit feels like it's been soaked in grain alcohol, man. That is true. Yeah, actually, I'll bet, you that you, I'll bet you that you could still... Like, that would still freak you out, man. It would no taste and no smell because it just, like, radiates off you. I will tell you that with no taste and no smell, I tested uh, vodka and whiskey, yeah. both of which taste like water. Oh, that's right. So, like, luckily I'm not a, a big drinker. Right. But, like, if I were, it would be very easy to be an alcoholic with no sense of taste and smell. Wow, just they need to open the bars back up. What kind of eating contest can we enter him into? Like something gross eating contest. What was the show uh, Rogan did back in the day? There's like a – Oh, Fear Factor. You're talking uh, about Fear Factor. No, there is this thing. It's like the Packy P-A-Q-U-I one chip challenge. It's in the, the hot pepper society, you know, groups or whatever. I'm not trying to do a hot pepper challenge. Yeah. If it's some, eating something that is supposed to taste gross, I could definitely do that right now. No problem whatsoever. Spicy stuff still like hurts, though. Yeah, man. This is crazy. A one-chip challenge, dude. Would you do it? All right. I'm going to say thanks to Big Word 420 for the grow hack there. And uh, that is just a small little still setup. It gets me interested. If you can make some good taste in there with some type of decent product with that, I mean, shit. It's awesome. Pouring water. My wife should order. My wife should order me one of those off wish.com. <laughs> Right, <laughs> be the best. You get working on Wish dot com as a sponsorship. <laughs> no, that's just a wacky thing that you could probably order there. That they'll probably try to start selling me after the show today. Damn it, the phone's in reach. Don't show, show me pot stills, please. 
don't even, man, I got in some Mike Tyson rabbit hole and it ruined my whole news feed and I had to delete all my internet history. Like, yeah. Oh man, trust me. My favorite song is Gay Bar by Electric Six. Try yelling that at your phone too many times. <clears throat> all right. Another grill question called Organic or Die Trying by Rasta One, not Rasta On. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, this is Shogun. Shogun, four weeks indoor, under 120 watt, full spectrum LED. My home soil from the garden, full of nutrients, anything would grow good in. But I see some yellow, I believe, that is light intensity. Same time, I think the plant needs more nutrients. So in week three, I made some tea with light leaves, eggshells, banana shell dried, and I mixed it in with the, into the top of the soil. How long will that take to break down? What's a banana you, shell? Uh, it's just banana shell. Hey, it can be called different things. I'm down. I don't. I don't mind banana shell. <laughs> don't eat the shell. Uh, dried and mixed in with the top of the soil. How long will it take to break down? Do you think I can do it organic from the garden? What should I do to keep it organic? And what is the problem of the leaves? Okay. So problem of his leaves, looking at the pictures here. Uh, it, overall, his, his canopy looks pretty nice. Some of them might be getting close to transplant. And the one he put the X on, sure, the top pick looks like it's probably starting to get hungry. Yeah, yeah. I'm just interested in to see what's going on with all the the ingredients there. They do look good, man. There's a lot of them that look good in there. That's why I do. I mean, the analogy here, right? So that is going to take a while to be plant available. We don't have a lot of time with these plants in our growth cycle. We're doing. That's why, such as when I use the BioBiz, to me, that's like already way more. It's not fully way more plant available than like these raw milled or hard inputs. Soup puts it good here. It says that stuff is going to take a while to break down and become available to your plants. It will eventually, but it's not a quick process. That is why this style of growing is important to start with a large pot of balanced soil. Wow, large, soil's the battery, homies. You know, soup says it. Large volume of soil helps make sure your plants have enough food to eat while they're waiting for that top dress to break down and take effect. So, the other thing is people like, I'm not familiar with the process. I've never done it. But like when people would cook their soil, right? There's that term. Is that to make it, that's to make shit more plant available, right? It was letting it break down. Yeah, the microbes eat it and break it down, make it plant available. Um, and then at this soup, also recommend uh, just something to check out, dudegrows.com forward slash no-till for noobs. Um, a good article there. But I wanted to mention, which, what should you do at this point? You do need to transplant at one point. They're getting close to transplant here. He wants to stay organic. He says he's going to die trying. <laughs> we don't want to see nobody die. I don't know where this grower is at. Sometimes this comes down to what is available around you. Oh, yeah, I can't go to the hydro store. I can't get that product. But, I mean, if you want to... Get this plant some nutrition quickly. You obviously have to give it something more than these teas or things that aren't available right now. Any suggestions? I'm putting it out there. Um, I would call Jeremy from Build a Soil would be my selection. Some kind of dry top dress amendment. I mean, you can start telling them to go uh, and put what blood meal and bone meal and uh, I'm not down with the meals necessarily. But just, go ahead. You just don't know. You know, you're just kind of throwing things on there and don't know. So I would, if I'm just starting this, I'm just starting off. Honestly, I am just starting off with organics. What I do and what I recommend is find somebody that uh, that will help you. Even if you got to buy stuff off them for to get them to help you. But it's a good. I'm hashtag no spill. I like to have a bottle on hands if I need it. Right. Uh, 
So there are plenty of liquid organic nutrients out there that you may not have to use through most of your grow, but you're like, oh shit, man, this is you know, aggressive veg right now. I notice I'm getting a little hungry. Maybe I'm running out of nutrition with what I put in there. I got to put some more chop dress on, but I want to water in. I want to get a drench into the root zone of a liquid organic is what I would recommend. Uh, liquid grow from BioBiz. I think Medi One's a product. Um, you don't have to go with hydro store products if that's not available by you. Just look for some liquid organics or Amazon it out and that'll help turn around quicker. And we should mention not to be duplicitous. You need some microbes up in there. You wait, have wait, some wait, native wait, microbes. Wait, wait, What's wait. Up? Duplicitous, we're saying. Oh. I'm actually duplicative. Not to be duplicative, dude. Thank you. Thank you. Mm. Yeah, you don't uh, want to be deceitful when yes. you're meant to be duplicative. I'm not getting corrected a third time, all right? Only a fool persists in his follies. <laughs> Diversifying your rhizosphere, which is adding more microbes to make everything chug along. They want to go in and they're going to be eating on all those ingredients, talking with the plant, making shit more available. That's important as well if you can find some microbes, such as recharge or what's available to you. You might be It might be easy enough to just get a bigger, uh, you know, bigger battery, a, a bigger amount of soil, larger amount of soil. And then, yeah, get more microbes on there if recharge is available. I urge you to try it. But if not, some kind of earthworm tea or a really good compost tea and yeah, get them active, get that soil, uh, you know, I don't know, moving nutrients. All right. Before we talk about what's going on in our grows, I'm going to take you over to the pros list, dudegrows.com forward slash pros. Scotty stole from Home Depot. Are those the main pros? I don't know why I think of Home Depot. They did a good job of their marketing. Yeah, I'm like all nervous going to the pro desk. I'm like, hey, hey, hey I don't know. Can I get through here, man? I'm not really a pro. I went the other day and I parked in the pro parking with my wife. We were just there to get Christmas lights. And then there, like, was a pro, there was a pro that was trying to pull in and he couldn't park. He had to park really far I'm away, pro. dude. Hope you're happy. I could be pro. Uh, <laughs> we're I, in a truck. It makes it look I do judge the shit out of somebody. I've hung with people and they've pulled into a handicapped parking before. It's different. And I'm like, dude, you're a dick. <laughs> you know, I did think that. Yeah. Um, our pros are for growers. This is pulsegrow.com. We are currently hooking up the pulse. If you didn't hear in the beginning of the show, if you're a patron support, make sure you go comment on the post pulse grower hookup. They're going to have out shortly here. Um, I don't have the exact date right now, but the pulse, the pro monitor, their pro monitor is going to measure CO2 people. Um, it's going to be a great way to have everything in check in your garden. And even if you're not using the VPD, chart you know you just have it's you're not comfortable or you some people can't get their grow to be right on point to the right vpd you need more humidification than you can provide sure check change temps it's worth it to have the notifications i just got a notification the other day humidity is low dude and that was because i'm like huh my humidity is usually dialed i forgot i had the tent doors open i was Ah. working so lets you know if your humidity is out of check, your temp, your lights came on and off at the right time. And now if you're going to get the Pulse Pro Monitor, please go over to PulseGrow.com. You can sign up uh, to get a head notice, a heads up on that to their newsletter. Uh, you'll be able to measure all your CO2. And the uh, not the monitors, but the sensors they put into the Pulse. I've had lengthy conversation, guys. So we'll have to get them on to relay it better. Are all very accurate. Like They put a lot of work in what they're putting into this thing. Uh, it's not just the same. There's a lot of different that's why i have three humidity devices they read three different ways because there's different quality of sensors how stuff works so that's what i got for today's pros scotty if you're following beautiful, beautiful. and i wish i had uh, one of those i wish i had one of those in my greenhouse because i would have walked out about four hours earlier and realized that the fuel went out yeah probably would have had a better harvest 
would have pinged your phone while you're looking at news. Mm-hmm. Uh, news. com coupon code DUDE, and sign up for the Pro Monitor over there when that's going to be coming out here shortly. We'll get our hands on a few for you guys. Yeah, very cool. Yeah, Pulse has been a great uh, pro of the DGC, and appreciate the holiday, y'all. DudeGrows.com forward slash pros to see them all if you're shopping for your grow. I like that they bring their best smoker. They send him to the DGC Cup. (laughs) Jesse, get in there, man. Get in there. He did well. Um, what's going on in your, in, in your grow there? I'm waiting for you guys. I'm getting excited. I know we've had some hiccups um, with Guru being out and, um, you know, always think keeping busy at the bakery. But you guys got some, some cannabis to process, no? Yeah, I'm definitely going to be using the M60, which is just slightly out of sight here. Uh, we kind of got a tease with it when Guru started uh, squeezing a couple grams. We just do like some, you know, a gram of house dabs. I think I squished probably like a quarter, probably seven. Grams. Hey, Guru, by the way, house dabs don't mean that you uh, take them to your house. Oh, that's <laughs> not what that means. Whoops. Anyway, huh. we're gonna we're gonna squish some more, and you know, it's been what a good solid week or so since you've been back, Guru. Oh, I've been gone for like ten days. This is probably my second day back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, anyway, we're gonna catch up. But hey, today we have to squeeze some dabs. All right. I can do that. I like the flower dabs, honestly. I thought they were uh, really easy to do and excellent quality and just goes from bud to, you know, the uh, whatever it is, the dab in a minute. A minute. The rig. That's what I was trying to think of. The rig, sir. I like to do a two-minute press, but yeah. Yeah, right around there. It's, uh, I mean, the Mac 1 squishing in that M60 was, uh, that was when I could still smell and taste, and I remember it smelling and tasting good. <laughs> ah, but yeah, we're going to get into the harvest plans. Now that Guru's back, we're going to actually work out. It has a lot to do with, I tell you, making good video is not that easy. You have to like set up where the cameras are going to go and think about what you're going to say. And, and what's behind them. And what the video is going to be about and stuff, you know. Yeah, yeah, and I was just <laughs> chuckling because at what point I chuckled at the fact that Guru still does not have his taste and smell. That's and, funny. Uh, That's funny. Yeah. Oh, yeah. cool. Neurological symptoms. Funny. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just like how long is it? If it's two months from now, then it's not funny at all, right? Hey, it could uh, be a couple weeks, couple months. We don't know. If it's not back in like another week, uh, might start getting like a little depressed from that. Yeah. I, one thing I love food. I can't taste food or enjoy food anymore, and it's not cool. Guru's going to start Bull. judging. They, they've got a, a category called mouthfeel. Yeah. That, Guru, Guru will be judging the mouthfeel of the food. Oh, no, 100%. Like, the only things that, like, I can keep food, like, interesting for me anymore are just textures. <laughs> like, if it's, like, a lot of different textures in there, or, like, broccoli has a cool texture right. to it, I've noticed. Right. Um, yeah, it's fucking weird. Oh, man. You can have your taste back, but you have to give up your hearing or sight. I will stick with uh, with what I've got. Yeah, going taste on and smell. Yeah, that was like a <laughs> conversation we were having last night. It's like I might get depressed in like a couple weeks if I still don't have my taste and smell. I would be depressed immediately if I couldn't hear or see. So yes. Oh my god. All right. I uh, am taking it back. If you guys want to check out Rosenbaum, they got some great deals. Rosenbaum.com coupon code dude. <laughs> Dude, they have two presses, the M60 and the Rocket, which we hooked a few up of, and all their shit's been working fabulous. It's like a beautiful countertop piece of art. Yeah, no, it's just a badass, useful piece of equipment. 
Hey, and they have interest-free financing. It's mm, mm. amazing. It's amazing. <laughs> All right, uh, in my grow, <clears throat> in my grow, while dude, you dude, handle dude. the. What's going on in your grow? I'm so sorry to interrupt, but I got to know. Yeah, it's <laughs> so ungenuine. Got to work on that. <laughs> Look in the mirror next time. Work on it. Uh, <clears throat> all right, I'm. I'm. I get. I have a five by five tent, a gorilla grow tent. I don't have it yet. Working on it. Should have it shortly. That's going to be my bloom tent. Uh, that I have a space for in my garage. So keep following me here. My garage gets kind of chilly. It doesn't get super cold here where I'm at in BC. It can get down to definitely below freezing, no problem. My garage at the coldest probably gets to like upper 30s, but that's still kind of chilly, right, for a tent. So I'm going to have a 600-watt uh, HLG 600R in that tent. I'm thinking lights on. I'm going to be maybe close to good. That's going to warm that tent up oh, yeah. pretty good. up there. <coughs> Yeah, Lights off, I'm concerned. I'll have lights off during the night when it's the coldest. Um, I have this little, I think it's a 280-watt, like I mentioned before, heater because – and it has a low – and high is all but it's 280 watts and it's helped me before when i didn't need one of those heaters that was you can run on i don't know a different bit of settings but they're all about 9 to 10 amps yeah so how we got to talk about that real quick because a thousand watt light is nine and a half amps back to thowie you know but it's uh nine and a half amps on a uh, 120 just if you're plugging into the wall so man when you get a thousand watt heater that's the same draw from the wall they got 1500 watt heaters that's drawing a shitload I mean, you leave that that's <laughs> when you unplug it after a couple months and the uh, there's like a little burn around the outlet well there's two ways to look at it you know as far as i eat this little heater it's a small one. I could just put on low, and usually it would keep the space I had it in low all night. No temp stat or anything. It just runs on low, really chill. Nice. Or that's all night long. If I have a bigger heater that's on a temp stat, maybe it just comes on every once in a while for X amount of time. So you kind of got to look at those factors. But here's the grow question in it. I believe they sell all kinds of different size for agricultural use and whatever heat mats of all different qualities, right? Sure. Whether it's for livestock, whatever. If I were to just put the a watts a watt for heat, so what if I found a I found a heat mat that was like 200 watts that would just sit on the floor of this tent, and in turn, my saucers would sit on that, which I believe the root zone would just love at night. Would that be a better application for heating up your shit? I think you got a lot of of plastic to go through before it actually heats, and think of the volume of soil and the amount of time you got. I don't know, just me. I would think that you would want to just heat the whole room up. I'm going to look what's out there because for me, I was going to set the radical bags directly on the heat mat. Yeah, and but I'm like, it is still the foliage. If the foliage is getting cold. It's uh, going to get- and I mean, just thinking of the way those heat mats and it sitting on there, the bigger the volume of soil that you have, those heat mats are only capable of a certain amount of wattage in heat that they're able to put out into it. Yep. So uh, if it's too big a volume of soil, the wattage is going to be enough to uh, replace the heat that's being lost, like, from the environment. Does that mean we should do it or not? I'm confused. That means you you should probably not do it. Yeah. In, in like, where, uh, like, in greenhouses that are set up pretty environmentally friendly, they'll use, like, rocket mass heaters where the hot air is being forced through heating piping, heating the soil, heating everything with, like, a rocket furnace. That's fucking Um, cool. Those things are fucking dope. We might have to look into maybe retrofitting those into our greenhouse, but... Uh, yeah, I mean, you're probably going to want to heat the environment unless you have enough uh, like output of heat to be able to heat like a thermal mass like that, where essentially in the way you're thinking, you would use the soil as a thermal mass for the room. 
Get a radiator heater. I sum it up. Get a radiator heater, man. That's you put the, rocket with anything. Rocket. What, what about that rocket truck? What no. about the? Uh, no, you ever this, tried this out a is a spatula? legitimate rocket mass heater. It is like a jet engine sucking things into it. It's and pretty it's cool. So fucking cool because it's like an L. It's just a pipe in like an L-shaped, and the bottom part is shorter than the top part. Just some fucked up physics that I don't understand that makes it just come out like a rocket, man. <laughs> it's crazy. Speaking of the radical bags I was using, it's cool to see uh, how the roots move. Man, I didn't transplant that long ago into three gals. My plants are only, I don't know, about that tall. And I'm like, I wonder how far the roots are going. I started looking at the roots are starting to come out. And they're almost coming out all the way to the bottom. The roots going down are easily twice as tall as the actual plant is from the soil to canopy. Wow. Um, and seeing because the roots try to come out and then they air prune. So it was really neat to watch how they're working down the bag. That's awesome. And then, yeah, instead of turning and swirling, air pruning out. Dig. I dig. Uh, lastly, just because uh, – friend of the show check out uh urban ramos been putting out his grill take you into his grow more videos uh just youtube urban ramo and he's got some cool different style but a really sweet grow really clean grow i'd and say he's different been... style all right man that motherfucker's in a factory over there holy shit <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah definitely uh puts out some good videos and got some good nutrients over there so see what Ray, urban ramo or ramo has going growing on excuse me growing on wow he's not accidentally standing behind those monster buds he's de- those are huge <laughs> yes beautiful Be- jesus there's a lot of big buds in this video very cool he's a nice guy yeah yeah I'm trying to hang out but then you know we can't hang out yet so i'm going to get my uh my joint back on go do a marijuana mondays hang out and toke if if you're just listening to the podcast remo's going around with his forearm and he's just showing all the uh all the nugs and that they're the size (laughs) of his forearm a lot of them are man it's fucking nuts kicking ass all right beautiful Who's slinging some recharge these days? Got anybody? Guru, who do you got? Oh, Tell me I, somebody good. Uh, yeah, I've got Hydro Giant in what, Detroit, Dearborn, and West Bloomfield in Michigan. Dearborn. Uh, just crushing in Michigan. Heard is lovely. You guys got a plant meme here? Yeah, don't just check this out, man. This, <laughs> this, was, pretty this cool. was funny. I think, like I said, Potentonic Steve, Steve Dredd, whoever he is on the internet, uh, he has some funny stuff. This is a guy coughing. It's like common symptoms of the flu, but it's common symptoms of finding a yellow leaf on your new houseplant. <laughs> <laughs> and we've all been through this where you're, yes. you're really interested, and you know, really want it to go well, and you see one little thing, and you start thinking shit to yourself, and I don't know, should I take it? Yeah, hit it up. The guy's thinking to himself, I swear, I didn't overwater it. And then he's talking. He says, you're a damn murderer. He says, green thumb my ass. (laughs) (laughs) Feeling dizzy or like you're going to pass out. (laughs) Then it just says, deletes all (laughs) plant-related posts and accounts. (laughs) Immense guilt and lack of will to carry on. (laughs) About to throw up all over the living room. This is fucking classic, man. Just the guys all sweating and shit. Funny. 
I remember, yeah, when I didn't know what was up with some of my leaves, just always trying to, you got to have your guy at the hydro shop and put it, my leaf in a plastic bag, sneak it in there and be like, what's up with this? And as a grower, you're like, I don't know. You got to tell me just a bit more about, you know what I mean? It's yeah. not just like the leaf solves the, uh, the solution that gives the solution. All right. Whew. How you doing there? Ready to wrap this up? I am. I got the permagrin going. It's the end of show permagrin, man. Coast.com forward slash support. If you had a good time, check out what we got growing on. Get yourself some seeds to plant. Uh, we'll get up, put it in the bag with some shadow. All right, here we go. I'm going to give it up to uh, DGC Spencer. How you doing? How you doing? All right. As well as Tolkien H. Chronic. What's up? Hey, where's my pocket OG? Huron <laughs> <laughs> Heights. Oh, we got uh, big word, big word, 420. Word. I, I still say B, big WRD. I don't know where I'll go with the big word, 420, and T, T, Momi, Momi, Momi? T, Momi, Momi, Momi. All right. There you go. What you got? <laughs> I got new grow and milking it, 420. Bloomer Sooner and Z-Dubs, what up? Hey, basement farmer. I like your style. All right, guys. Hope you enjoyed some grow talk. Uh, we'll be hopefully running solid here for quite a while and uh, be bringing some great shows to you. And yeah, check out uh, hopefully this Friday, dogrows.com forward slash seed grab be coming at you as well. Yeah. All right. Let's do it. Peace out. Hey, take your easy, dude. Some people love to blaze up the deck. Yeah, we get happy for noon. And when the boss says is to take a little break, that means we're lighting up a dude. It's just weed, it's just weed I like to keep the good buzz on, on, on It's just weed, it's just weed In my toolbox there's a bone Some people start their day off with a pill It's what the doctor says to do They shake their heads at natural medicine Go ahead and try something new it's just weed, it's just weed I like to keep the good buzz on, on, on It's just weed, it's just weed I like to smoke it all day long, yeah Big man, catch you riding high Ooh, we gonna lock you in a cage, no If you wonder why he hates the dank Just look at how he's being paid now Don't lock up me